0: Welcome to another episode of the Yamaha Clavinova Podcast. My name is Jason Nyberg and I'm a Clavinova Specialist and Freelance Composer. Today we're going to talk about playing the Clavinova using the accompaniment section of the instrument. I enjoy talking about this subject because I'm surprised at the number of people who own Clavinovas who haven't yet discovered the amazing accompaniment features. This is probably because when we say the words Clavinova Digital Piano, people latch onto that word piano and think of it as strictly an alternative to an acoustic instrument, which isn't bad because after all, I think Clavinova has the best piano sound and best piano touch on the market. From the low end, on through the middle range of the instrument, up to the very top keys, that are perfectly in tune the whole range of the piano sound is absolutely incredible and frankly if that's all you ever discover about the clavinova you've still got a magnificent instrument but what i'd like to talk to you about today is the other way to approach playing the clavinova which is as an accompaniment instrument You know, there's so many powerful, exciting accompaniment tools inside the clavinova that I find I can't resist turning them on and thinking of a favorite song to play and instantly sounding like an entire band or orchestra. Now, when playing the clavinova as an accompaniment instrument, you have to think of your hands as having slightly different jobs than they would normally have on an acoustic piano. On an uh, acoustic piano, uh, your fingers have to create all of the music. That means the rhythm, the bass, the harmony, the melody. It all has to happen based on the notes you're playing. But on a clavinova, the instrument can do a lot of that work for you. That's because when the accompaniment feature is turned on, your keyboard essentially splits into two separate keyboards. And your right hand is going to use one half of the keyboard to play the melody, and your left hand is going to trigger that accompaniment by playing various chords of the song. Now sometimes when I say chords, I know people say, well now wait a second, I don't know how to play any chords. I took regular piano lessons, I know how to read the notes on a page, but I never did understand what all those chord symbols were above the music. Well, the good news is that you can also turn on a feature called single finger chord, which means instead of using your left hand to play three or four notes to form that chord, you can actually reduce that down to one or two fingers. And with one or two fingers, you can play an unbelievable amount of chords that you'll find in popular music so again when you approach the clavinova as an accompaniment style instrument your right hand is going to play the melody and your left hand is going to be the accompaniment so if you were thinking of it like a uh, karaoke CD Uh, When you hear one of those CDs, you know you hear everything except the melody because you're supposed to sing along with the CD and provide that melody. Well, you could think of it like that. Your left hand is the karaoke CD. It's going to do everything except the melody, and then your right hand is going to play that main part of the song, which is the melody or the part that you would sing. So now that we understand the concept of the accompaniment system, let's actually take a song and use the accompaniment to play it. How about the song, What a Wonderful World, that old Louis Armstrong standard? The first thing I have to do is find a style accompaniment pattern from the style section of the keyboard that best fits that song. So I see a bunch of buttons on my panel, uh, pop rock, ballad, dance, swing and jazz. Chances are I'm going to find what I need for that song in either ballad or swing and jazz. But before I do any of that, The first thing I do is check the Music Finder. The Music Finder is a feature that is built into the Clavinova, and it's a list of some of the most popular songs ever written. If the song you'd like to play is on that list, then you simply select it and play the first chord of the song with your left hand. Instantly, you'll hear the appropriate style, the right tempo, a beautiful introduction, and the music finder will pick four appropriate instruments or voices for your right hand to play during the song. It places these sounds into four empty buttons on the panel called one-touch setting. No matter which one I press, I get a great sound to use for that particular tune. And again this music is being created because I'm playing the chords with my left hand which is providing all of that beautiful background and I'm playing one finger at a time in my right hand to provide the melody. Now let's talk about using the accompaniment system without the music finder. In this case I'm going to pick a style and set it up from scratch. So if I look at the uh, first row buttons under the word style control and again I'm working with a Clavinova CVP 400 series model, uh, I see a lot of words that I definitely recognize. They all refer to different kinds of music. For example, pop and rock, ballad, dance, swing and jazz, a nice variety of different genres of music. If I select any one of them, for example, if I select country, because I love country music, I look at the screen and actually have many different choices of country music. The first one's called New Country. I think I'm going to select that one. I like the way that one sounds. And uh, then I'm going to move to the second row of buttons in the Style Control section. And they're grouped into um, three or four buttons a piece with labels on them. The first one says Intro. And there's three buttons under the word Intro. It says one, two, and three. Basically, these are three different introductions that all will be used with the style, new country, which I selected. So if I select intro number one, and then I hit start, this is what that intro sounds like. All right, not a whole lot of music going on there, just sounds like uh, some drummer sticks hitting together or something. That's because intro number one is quite often just what's called a count off. If you ever watch a live band, quite often you'll see the drummer in the back, going one, two, three, four, and he'll click his sticks together. So usually introduction number one will be something like that. It's really just one measure and it jumps you into the song. Now intro number two is a little more musical. Uh, We're gonna hear bass and guitar and drums and all of that. And uh, it's just a nice gentle lead-in to the style. So that was a nice introduction as well. Let's say I want something even a little bit bigger. I really want to get people's attention. Well, I select intro number three, and this is almost always the biggest intro of the three. So you can tell they kind of go in order uh, in terms of uh, elaborate orchestration and intensity. So here's introduction number three. Let's see what that sounds like. Okay, that time you actually heard what sounds like a melody even. So that's a very complete orchestrated introduction. So as you can tell, I've got three great choices depending on just how much intro I want. Now, moving on, once I've selected an intro, the next section of buttons is called Main Variation. And here, again, these all apply to this one style I'm working with, which I've currently got New Country selected. I've got four variations of the New Country style and they're called A, B, C, and D. Now the first one, button A, is typically the lightest and sort of uh, most reserved of the four variations. If you were listening to a country song on the radio, this would be probably verse one. Very simple, but uh, really nice sounding variation. If I move to variation B, it gets a little more orchestrated. Sounds like this. and as I move on C will build it a little bit more and now variation D which isn't a whole lot different than C it just has a smoother bass line but it also adds an extra guitar So as you can see, even though we only selected one style called New Country, we have four variations of that one style that we can use during the song. So it will build just the way a song would build if you heard it on the radio. Now moving on next to the variation buttons, there's a button that says break. If I press this button while I'm playing a song, the accompaniment style will break for one measure from its normal playing and give me a little bit of a fill in. And then finally, we've got three ending buttons that work the same as the intro buttons. So uh, if I want just a short little ending to my song, here my style is playing. Then I hit the ending button. Ending number one sounds like this. Now let's turn the style back on again, and say, well, that ending was a little bit too short. Let me try something a little more elaborate. Okay, I get to the end of my song now, and uh, I hit ending number two. All right, well that was definitely more musical, a little more exciting. Now let me build it up uh, and do a really big ending with ending number three. Now you may recognize that this sounds very much like intro number three. And that's something you should realize is that they've often coordinated the intros with the endings. So quite often, ending number three goes really well with uh, introduction number three. Now there's still more to cover that we won't get into now. For example, sync stop and sync start, you'll see those buttons on your panel as well. We'll discuss those in a different episode, but hopefully, you've discovered that the Clavinova not only works great just as an acoustic piano, but also as an accompaniment instrument. Well, that's it for this episode. Please join us again soon for another edition of the Yamaha Clavinova Podcast.